Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, folks, we've got a bit of a mixed picture coming through overnight, and we've got a Dow Jones Industrial Average pulling back from record-breaking highs. As you see, traders trying to digest the latest batch of corporate earnings. So the blue-chip Dow down around 100 points, or 0.3%, to 37,905, and that snaps a three-day winning streak for the Dow. The S&P 500, on the other hand, slightly above break-even by 0.3% to 4,865, a new closing high. And a tech-heavy Nasdaq advanced 0.4% to 15,426. Let's check in now with Chris Chavez. He is the market strategist at Blue Line Futures. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. Great to be here. Great to have you on. So let's talk about what's playing out in the markets. A lot of interesting moves these days, record highs on Wall Street. And then you've got a question now, is this time to start to take money off the table? Is the rally getting a bit long the tooth? Yeah, great question. I think coming into the year, um, you know, many were asking that same question. There was a lot of uh, questions circulating, you know, around uh, rotation from, from growth to value. And uh, you've really failed to see that take place this year. I think a lot of people thought that the Russell 2000 was primed to outperform especially on the prospect of, you know, seven plus 25 basis point interest rate cuts coming into this year. So there was a lot of expectations for, you know, the Russell to outperform, to lean more into value rather than tech. And I I think ultimately with the markets repricing economic growth right now, taking interest rate cuts off the table, you're seeing those very strong companies, mega cap tech, you know, very strong balance sheets and, you know, great cash flows uh, really outperform here. And I think that if growth is going to, you know, come in higher than expectations, that ultimately, you know, those companies can can outperform this year again. And we could have a repeat of 2023. Yeah, Chris, let's talk about those expectations for rate cuts. So there's been some disconnect between what the Fed's been signaling and what the market's expecting. So where are we leaning towards right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the latest, um, you know, Fed summary of economic projections, pricing in, you know, the average estimates of FOMC members, about 75 basis points to 100 basis points worth of cuts. Currently, the market is still pricing in 125 basis points worth of cuts in 2024. So market expectations are still elevated relative to the Fed. Participants still believe that we're going to see more cuts. And, you know, that has been dampened a bit coming into the year. There were even more cuts expected and you've started to see that gap narrow. So, you know, there will be that that will be an interesting headwind at the next Fed summary of economic projections to see, you know, how those expectations will compare to the markets, but you've seen, you know, uh, the the interest rate cut for March really come off of the table as well coming into the year, you know, 80 plus percent chance of a cut looking at the March meeting. And now those odds are reflecting about a 40% chance probability and it's been pushed back to May. Yeah, Chris, let's talk about what's coming up. You've got a FMC meeting end of the month and then you've got another one in March and that's where we might see a rate cut and maybe five, maybe six. How do you see it playing out for the rest of the year? And how does that factor in what we've been seeing in terms of the strength in the US economy and what we are seeing when it comes to consumer spending as well? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, coming into the year, an interesting uh, takeaway is, you know, non-farm payrolls. We added, you know, more jobs than expected. And you saw a lot of government jobs added, over 50,000. So I do think with this being an election year, you know, you're probably going to see more fiscal stimulus or uh, the prop up 
of the economy via fiscal aid. Um, so I would expect that we may see better than expected economic growth, especially if the consumer will remain resilient. And, you know, the latest Michigan uh, sentiments, inflation expectations and retail sales numbers all all surprised and, and showed, you know, really great prospects and the consumers feeling very confident. So um, I think with those numbers being the case right now, there isn't really any sign of weakness. However, you know, if you do start to see more than expected, you know, labor market cuts and job layoffs, which you are starting to see some from some of these large uh, tech companies, that could be the ultimate headwind for consumers. But if you don't see too many layoffs, and there aren't any cracks, you know, in the labor market, I, I would think that we would have better than expected growth. The consumer will remain resilient and continue to spend. And that's been the case, you know, coming into this year. And, it, and the data, the latest data that we've had has certainly reflected that. So that's, that's what we would be eyeing moving forward, putting those companies, you know, in, in the best places to succeed, specifically those tech companies. Yeah, Chris, you mentioned a couple of things here. And elections going to be in focus this year. We've heard from Donald Trump talking about bringing back more tariffs on China. How's it going to play out when it comes to market sentiment and, of course, um, companies exposed to China? Mm -hmm. Yeah, typically when you see the equity markets within the last three months of the year, uh, you know, if you do start to see a little bit of volatility, typically that's the markets, you know, forecasting that the incumbent will lose. So, you know, coming into the last quarter or so of the year, I think that you can get a pretty good beat on what the markets are expecting. Ultimately, I do think that there could be a little bit of a shock as far as the fiscal stimulus is concerned. You know, you have the current administration, you know, even when talking about crude oil prices, we're now producing more crude than we were pre-COVID. So I think that there is a lot of aid fiscally to try to keep prices lower, but also keep the economy resilient. And I think with the new with the new administration potentially going back to Donald Trump, I think you would see a lot of the spending, the fiscal stimulus dampen, and that could put a little bit of a, a restriction on economic growth, you know, and a little bit of concern maybe for the first or second quarter of 2025. All right, let's take a look at the rest of the year. And you've got a lot playing out. You've got earnings, you've got elections. What's the playbook here for investing? Um, what is the portfolio allocation that you're looking for? Yeah, ultimately, I think, you know, it will be tech that can outperform in this specific environment. However, if you do start to see some of those cracks emerge in the economy, it's it's very likely that you could see rate cuts come back on the table. And that could put the Russell 2000 small caps in a position to outperform. You know, more than 30 percent of the constituents in the Russell 2000 have floating interest rates. So they're going, the interest rates will be the biggest headwind to the Russell 2000. So it would be mega cap tech. I do still think that there are some opportunities in the industrial side of things. China is really trying to, you know, get their economy stabilized and they're really adding a lot of fiscal aid in the manufacturing and industrial side of things. So I think there can be some industrial side, uh, you know, and industrial sector in our economy, you know, could potentially benefit from that as well. But ultimately it would be, you know, the NASDAQ, uh, those, those tech companies. And if rates do come come in lower, then then you can pivot to, to the Russell. All right, perhaps mega cap tech names could outperform again for the second year in a row. We'll check back with you again, Chris, at the end of the year. We've been in conversation with Chris Chavez. He is the market strategist at Blue Line Futures. Chris, thanks so much for your time. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks, Ryan. You guys take care. All right, take care, Chris. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.